and welcome to the Sipsera podcast. Um, Nora, thank you so much for joining us. For the people listening to this, Nora Bloom is CEO and founder of Selfapy. Uh, the ones who are based in Germany are probably familiar with their company. Nora, again, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Well, thank you for doing this. You know, we, we've we've had um, a little exchange before the recording. I'm, you know, like I said, this is going to be a fairly informal discussion about um, a very interesting topic. And um, yeah, I would say let's uh, let's kick it off and uh, and uh, you know let's sort of announce what we're going to talk about, which is self isolation, right? We chose this uh, this matter as uh, as the matter of uh, of the evening. <laughs> what is self-isolation to you, Nora? Self-isolation to me is um, when people spend a lot of time on their own and um, don't really go outside anymore and don't spend that much time with um, social contacts anymore, but um, choose to just spend the time with themselves. And it's something that is at the moment happening a lot, unfortunately. Indeed, indeed. And, and I mean, we, we've been, I guess, we, we don't need to, you know, share much of a background about what happened in 2020. I think everyone is no. familiar, yeah. unfortunately, with, uh, with, uh, with the situation. Um, this may sound like an obvious, maybe rhetorical question, but, you know, speaking about self-isolation, what do you think are the main changes, you know, that, that, that happened across the, the past year? Um, well, of course due to the pandemic people were not no longer allowed to um, engage in social contacts as as they were before um we are restricted with regards to how many people we see we're restricted with regards to the social contacts that we have and the um also um leisure experiences that we can do like doing sports um, meeting people going to the cinema together meeting in coffee shops so um people spend more time um, alone people spend more time um, at home by themselves and um, are more self-isolated mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you but like for me you know I spent I guess like most people probably uh, a considerable amount of time home and and yeah. I was telling myself you know the first I believe the lockdown in in Germany started somewhere around March uh, if I'm not mistaken yeah. and uh and I was telling myself, you know, everything is everything is all right for for the first maybe weeks to two to three months because at some point, you know, a lot of people like myself are somehow comfortable uh, by not necessarily socializing all the time. But it, yeah. it became an actual problem uh, a few months in. How about yourself? Like, how did you? How <laughs> your self-isolation if if any you know if there was any yeah um no of course i <laughs> i spend a lot of time on my own as well um and i think in the beginning for many people that i know including myself it was kind of a relief to um have more time um to myself and um to to not to stop in with seeing different people every day and um, the, the life got kind of paused, which I think was um, healthy and was a good experience for um, for myself at least. And um, for quite a lot of people that I know because life was 
quite busy before. Um, and I, I have the experience that a lot of people actually enjoyed that, but that um, changed um, throughout, throughout the pandemic. I think after a couple of months, um, people became more lonely and um, especially those that, that were living on their own um, had trouble um, actually with loneliness and um, they didn't feel that well. For myself, I I live um, I live on my own, um, but I, I I kind of live together with my boyfriend, so it doesn't it didn't feel that lonely. Um, but I do miss I obviously also do miss um, social interactions. Um, I have one very close friend that I spend a lot of time with, um, but apart from that, um, I obviously also miss um, the social interactions and bigger groups. And um, I do I do see that for people that don't live together with someone um and that don't have these very close contacts it it does get lonely these days 100 and you know let me ask you because as you as you were talking i was i was thinking to myself we read a lot about you know you obviously you spoke about loneliness and and we constantly address the difference between you know being alone and being lonely you know obviously yeah. both of us we sort of expressed a similar concept saying that you know when you're alone after you know, after being used to being constantly surrounded by people, being into this go, go, go culture, doing everything at the same yeah. time, you know, the first weeks didn't feel that bad, but then it became a problem. Yeah, definitely. Would you, would you agree with the fact that, um, you know, loneliness in itself could be defined as a pandemic? I think mental health issues in general um, is something that that will be huge part of the pandemic and I think something that is still underestimated um, that will that we're feeling right now and um, we can already see from from the reports from health insurance is that um, numbers are increasing with regards to people seeking mental health um, mental help and it, it is good that they are seeking mental help but it it shows that people are suffering from um, the 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 effects that the pandemic has on their on their mental health and it is a very struggling it is a very difficult time at the moment because people are being ripped off their social contacts people are being ripped off their normal life they're afraid to go outside they're afraid to to meet people um they they don't really have a structured life anymore um many people lost their jobs lost their existence they're afraid of people to get ill um they they maybe suffered with um close relatives or with close friends it is a very stressful time at the moment and i think there's still we're still going to see the effects of this with regards to mental health issues in the in the coming years um i i, f I find it curious because obviously you know we're, we're on the same page and and we we, yeah. we speak a lot about What's what's it going to be after after things go back to normal? If there will ever be, uh, yeah. and uh, and you know some people argue that there might never be an actual new normal, not at least for the for the foreseeable future, because like you said, a lot of people who are maybe in a position to socialize again are now a little bit scared or afraid to get back to the usual contact. They don't know whether they will either uh, affect. Um, affect people around them or be yeah. in return. Um, do you see or do you have any any insight on on what could be in the foreseeable future after you know hopefully the the new normal is back or or the normal you know situation goes back to what it was before? Yeah, I very much hope that 
once the well external situation is back to normal and we can see people again that people do get again used to spending time with people because that's that's always good for your well-being to 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 go outside to meet people to do social things um but that for those that for which it was a bit too much and that were always up and running with different people and that maybe suffered also from the stress of that, um, that they can maybe remember the time of where we had more time to think about ourselves and spend a bit more time on our own and um, maybe use the best of both worlds than after. I certainly will do that. Yeah, I think I think again we're on the same page here. And and do you see do you see a, like any trend affecting affecting professionals and employees specifically uh, because we will obviously yes. touch on on self-happy and and what you and your team do and and we'll address yeah. the second part of the conversation uh, but you know what something that we do here at uh, at this post at this podcast in step zero is to is to address the you know the, the issue of mental health at work so i'm really yeah. eager to ask you do you see any trends or any do you have any specific insight to share about what is going on with professionals, employees, or companies as a, as a whole. Yeah, no, definitely. And there is a huge change taking place right now. Um, first of all, employees do suffer from the situation more so than they were um, a couple of months ago. Um, it gets increasingly difficult for employees, from what we see, to deal with the situation, um, to work from home constantly. Um, those that do have, still have the chance to actually work. Um, a lot of people are obviously still on on part-time um, part work or they, they lost their work completely. And um, we see this, well, not only with our team, but also with the employ um, employers and corporates that we work with together. They do see that their employees suffer from from the situation right now. And I think it's no, it's no surprise because um, Obviously, these people again miss miss the social interactions that they have with their colleagues, um, and also working from home kind of destroys your your whole daily routines. Um, so people sometimes fall straight from bed into into their their living room where they they work um, at, and um, some of some of the employees that I speak to they even work from the bed, and obviously it creates a different feeling towards living and working and um, the two worlds get more mixed in um, which means that by the end of the night people cannot really calm down and um, they're very stressed um, people generally tend to work longer now during lockdown um, those that do still have the opportunity to work um, as, as they were before and um, it is it is a more stressful feeling because they, they work and live in the same place and that's not good for your psychological um, state, 100% not. And we see that, um, we see that in more people contacting us um, and and telling us about the, the struggles that they have. Um, on the other hand, what we do also see, and I think that is a good trend, is that more and more employers and more and more corporates actually um, seek out for solutions that helps um, their employees with their mental health. And um, I think that is that is a good trend that, that we see because they really see the, the urge now to the urgency and the need for um, solutions that help employees with their mental health. Yeah, that's, that's very well stated, actually. I mean, I, I have a, a follow-up let's call it a follow-up question. Like, do you, do you then think that, you know, given the way Things are developing because of because of COVID nineteen. Mm. Uh, is is this opening 
maybe future possibilities for for companies to actually take care of their employees differently or will this be nevertheless a negative side of, of mm. this so to speak i don't know i i personally always try to at least see the good side and in, in bad things and i hope so i do i do hope that situation is so bad now for employees that it really shakes up the the employers and um, the corporates that they realize that mental health is something that needs to be carried off and um, that is also responsibility of the employer and I really hope that it has in a, in a weird way this good effect that um, employers now do do look out for solutions and do take this this topic serious because before I do I did feel that um, employers did not care as much for um, solutions from the employees for mental health as they did for other things. Yeah, 100%. And I, you know, on my end, of course, we we were discussing this before the recording. We do we do different things, and you know, I could never compare. Yeah. You know what we do with uh, with self of because you guys are doing something incredible. But we we do see you know more and more. Um, I guess care on behalf of companies towards what's happening around mental health and yeah. and probably what COVID nineteen did was just to accelerate what was yes. involved, right? Like yeah, I would hope so. Some of these some of these issues, you know, were uh, were there even before COVID nineteen. Loneliness is clearly a big issue right now, but somehow yeah. we were. It felt like we were going towards a more uh, or a lonelier. Uh, society, right, and then and then yes. COVID nineteen made it uh, made it more apparent. Um, Nora, this yeah. is you know sort of uh, an of, of an inevitable question um, that that people would want to would want to hear being addressed. Um, you know, we spoke about self isolation and uh, and the consequence that this has on employees and companies. Are there any? practical advices for people as in individuals and organizations to overcome overcome loneliness is there something that people can do you know from the comfort of their home yes uh, is there is there something that you personally would would uh, would say you know worked well for you or or something you would you would think that uh, it's a good suggestion to give to people yes of course there's multiple things that people can engage with to strengthen their um, mental well-being i think one is definitely to stay in touch with people. So to still engage in social contacts. Um, and this can be walks through outside um, where, where you're still keeping distance, but you still see people. Um, it can be um, telephone calls with people that that you, you like. Um, so you, people need to still kind of feel like they're talking to people and that they still have friends and social contacts. And it, it is, despite the um, difficultness of the current situation, it's still possible to keep up social contacts. And um, one just has to make an effort a bit more to, um, yeah, to just talk to people on the telephone or, or go for walks. Um, the second thing is definitely to keep engaged in physical exercise. I know it is so difficult right now to motivate oneself and I, I, I feel it's so difficult um, even for myself because it's cold and it's rainy and it's snowy at least in Berlin and um, then you can't go to your, to, um, to your gym or anything but still physical exercise is unfortunately a huge part of um, mental health and it is it just does have good effects on, on your mental hygiene. Um, 
And the third one, I think this is this is also very important, is the whole topic with keeping a daily structure in your life. Um, it is very good for your psychological state to to continue to have a daily structure. Um, that means, obviously, it's it is not the same as it was. Like you don't go to the office in the morning, um, and and you don't have these um, social interactions at night anymore. But it's still possible to to kind of keep up a small routine. Um, for example go outside in the morning go to your favorite coffee place get a coffee from outside take a walk come back home um, have fixed times for when you have lunch for when you have dinner for when you get up um, do round up the day with maybe a telephone call with a friend um, then you go outside again go for a walk like you do have to have this kind of structure um, to not just roll out of bed um, go to the laptop and then basically stay there until the end of the night um eat on on whilst working um this is not good one one does need to have some feel of structure and daily routines um in their everyday life and i i couldn't agree more and you know it's funny because like it's it's always it's always the simplest things that yeah that, that you know that that people say work the best right because at the end of the day yeah. you know going for a walk or, or trying making an effort to connecting with people because we know and we all know very well that when you feel when you're self-isolated and you know you feel lonelier lonelier it's even more difficult to find the strength to reach yeah. out to people but it's so yeah so important um yes physical activity i mean you said it right gyms are closed and it's so difficult to do it but we need to find a way to sort of like yeah. keep it up uh anyhow uh and and daily structure is what is what probably uh, it's probably the most difficult, isn't it? Because I mean, you're you're stuck at home, and like you you know you said it very well. You you jump from bed to to your desk. If you're if you're lucky enough, you may have uh, a studio or a separate room, but that's not the case for most people. And yeah. it's really really difficult to to separate um, you know personal time from 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 work time. Um, yeah. Have you you know have you encountered particular struggles in 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 any of these or you felt like mm, okay I, I actually nailed it and I was pretty good at it. <laughs> oh no oh no I have well I'm myself a psychologist as, as you probably know um but um I'm not what do you say in English the Schuster die schlechtesten Schuhe um it's like the the shoemaker has the as the order yes it is actually the same in English perfect yeah that's what I was wanted to say um no I I do struggle with these things uh, myself of course I do um I've I've been trying to establish a good morning routine for like five years now it just doesn't really work that well <laughs> I do I'm a snoozer I snooze like 10 times and then I do roll out of bed and then it's already way for work and um it's difficult but um I think for me what what was very important is that after um, I finish work, I usually go for a quick walk um, just to, just to, yeah, I feel like there's a break between um, working and, um, and the leisure time afterwards. Um, if I don't want to go outside, I do try to meditate for at least five to 10 minutes um, just to kind of get my head off and get into another sphere <laughs> in my, in my head um, and uh, have this really strict cut between work and, and life then I do close my laptop then and I don't open up um, I open it up again um, I have installed also a 
um, phone blocker <laughs> for all my emails and Slack and um, Asana and and all different tools that we now use and that that are obviously also on my phone. Um, I do I do um, shut them down after 9 p.m. So I don't I can't use them anymore. I can't reach them anymore. I need to type in tons of loads of long passwords. I'm usually too lazy for that, which is good. Um, so I do I do set myself these little restrictions um, and they do work um, quite well. But I did I did suffer from some sleep problems as well, just from not being able to shut down my head um, because I've been working till the end of like the evening and then continuing to work and I think this is normal um, but I do I do think it's important that yeah one really needs to try every day to 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 keep these to keep these methods up and to do cool for a walk and to do exercise and it is one one does get rewarded with a better um, psychological state if one does it. And, and, and thank you for sharing this because I, I find it so refreshing that you're actually that you're actually saying this because you know people people might actually think you know oh, this is this is Nora she's found herself of she probably has it nailed to the core. <laughs> Not exactly no. <laughs> it is very difficult. It is very difficult. I do I do look outside as well and think oh god it's so cold. I don't really do I really need to go outside? I don't think so. But then I do see okay I close down my laptop and I'm still in my head I'm still work and it just ah oh, no one needs to go outside and ah oh, come on and then it, I do feel better when I get home I, I always do it's the it's the mean and stupid effect that always also after doing exercise one always feels better afterwards but um it's still it's crazy how sometimes one still can't motivate oneself so. 100 percent and you know and and I have to say like I had the same issue I guess I guess staying home most of the time really affected my sleep and it took me ages to yeah I was I was feeling almost hyperactive until late at night and <laughs> yeah. really, really waiting for that moment where I, I was actually feeling tired and it, it was never coming so I, yeah. I I totally I totally get you and and for me actually drawing um has been has been sort of a good therapy drawing yeah I'm really, oh that is nice yeah I'm really I'm, I'm that I'm, is super I'm, nice I'm really bad with meditating um, I tried even five <laughs> minutes a day has been a struggle so drawing is kind of like you know doodling and, and oh, that's good very simple stuff has been has been quite effective for me so um, yeah you know. oh that's cool yeah I think one has to find one's own methods that work like I think it's different for everyone um, some some like exercise some some like meditating some like drawing um, whatever works I think one just has to try out a little um, to, to see which methods work yeah. exactly exactly which is which is the most effective thing right because you always read about about the let's call it the boring stuff you need to get better sleep you need to eat better you need to do this yeah. at the end of the day we all have our own sort of system and we know what works for ourselves so it's only a matter of like testing and and you know yeah out, right yeah 100 percent um not i mean i am super curious because you obviously have a, a very interesting background and uh, and you build something phenomenal uh, which is which is self um is it my business to ask you you know what led you to 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 build self because I'm, I'm you know obviously i obviously want to touch a little bit on what you guys do at self and maybe what you guys do specifically in the context of uh, of isolation and self-isolation or in the context of the pandemic mm -hmm. but how did you get to 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 build self um so what self does is um, it's an online program for people with mental disorders and 
the reason why we we started um, our company five years ago um, was because we realized that in in Germany at least, but I think it's actually worldwide problem is that for people with mental health disorders, it is so difficult to receive help. Um, I myself, I'm a psychologist. I also grew up in a family of psychotherapists and I always had um, mental help. Uh, I was always surrounded by it. And I grew up really being taught the, the, the little techniques of cognitive behavioral therapy. And I always felt that I was so privileged um, with regards to that. And I, I'm way more resilient than a lot of people. And I realized how many people suffer from mental health problems um, during different workstations and psychiatric hospitals or psychotherapy um, practices. And it is so difficult for them to, to approach up, first of all, because it's still a stigmatized topic. So not everyone actually reaches out to see a doctor or psychotherapist. And those that do, they have to wait for ages in Germany um, to receive, um, to actually receive um, an appointment with a psychotherapist. So wait for four or five months. And this is something that that I was seeing and that um, I at some point I was like, it's not possible. It can't, like, it can't be that difficult to, to get help. And um, this is the reason why we, we sat together, my co-founder, um, Kati and I, she's also a psychologist. And we brainstormed about um, what kind of help we can offer or we can we can people need to to get help quickly and um, at a bit lower barrier and um, this is why we created self -OP. so we we um, we've we really wanted to to offer people something that 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 was very convenient and not that with such high barriers. Um, so we designed these online programs that um, teach users the principles of cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, just the techniques really also that that I was that I was taught being taught um, when I when I grew up. And um, these online programs they have videos and audios and tailored exercises and um, they are very much tailored to the specific needs of the of the people using it. Um, and they really teach you the principles of cognitive behavioral therapy so that after three months you really know you really know about all the techniques and you've you've learned to integrate them into your daily life and um, you feel better that is that is really the concept of selby um yeah that's that's amazing i mean first of all obviously you, you you probably heard this a lot but congratulations and hats off for for what you are doing <laughs> thank you that's Real kind just amazing um, and and you know I guess it's even more obviously even more relevant with uh, with anything that happened yeah. in, the past, in the past year and a half like have you, yeah. have you seen you know it could be again like an obvious question but have you seen a surge a, a, an increase in in people and companies and individuals reaching out to you yeah definitely um, with regards to individuals like we do um, saw that in the first lockdown the people of um, the number of people that called us um, has um, uh, has been increasing by um, three times. Um, so we've we really received a lot, a lot, a lot of phone calls um, from people that were not feeling well and that were looking for help. And um, the great thing about self op is that um, since um, December, um, so for a couple of months now, we are actually the only and um, first depression program in Germany that is um, being reimbursed by all health insurances. So um, people actually don't have to pay anything for it. Um, which is obviously great for for the people that want to use it and um yeah we, we really received a lot of phone calls with regards to that and um what we did was we created 
a online program for people suffering under the corona pandemic um so people could could basically get some some tips and um, techniques of how to deal with loneliness and anxiety and um, stress and um we really got a lot of users um signing up for that which is great um we also got like what we also see is that a lot a lot of companies approach us these days like more than ever before <laughs> um which is which i think is good to see that um companies do realize that there that there is a need um for the employees to to offer them something to um take care of their mental um health um so it's very good that a lot of companies are contacting us right now um so what we do is we we offer them a telephone hotline where where the employees can contact us as well as some free access to all of our online courses and i do think that is important um yeah to to do something like that right now for the employees Absolutely, and that's and that's amazing. Do you think, and this might be a difficult question to answer, but do you think that companies reaching out to Selfopy, are they, or most of them, proactively reaching out to Selfopy in order to prevent, you know, let's mm -hmm. say, loneliness, for example, from spreading, or do some of them realize, oh, it's it's getting out of control. I need some help. I think it's a mixture. I think um, for those people that already have tendencies to suffer from depression or that already have some mild symptoms it really is important to to give help to them straight away and i think that um the companies that we speak with also see that that there's one two employees where they are afraid that they fall sick um but they also i think see the the need to give preventative methods to the employees right now um because I think everyone, I don't know anyone who, who says that they they feel psychologically super well these days. I think everyone realizes that it's a difficult time and that um, that it is important to, to, to seek help. Thousand percent. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. And I promise to you that we would try to keep it around around half an hour discussion. <laughs> and because I, I'm sure you work enough and I don't want to keep you on Zoom the whole evening. But, you know, as we as we approach the the end of the conversation, um, first of all, I would like to know from you if is there anything, you know, let's pretend that this is a massive platform and Stepsev has grown to millions of listeners. Um, <laughs> there is there any any appeal regard what we what we discussed that you would like to make to people who are maybe feeling you know lonely um, and are particularly affected by by self isolation right now, and uh, and the second question would be you know what do you hope to see in the future from from self happy? Yeah, um, well, with regards to the first question, I would I would urge everyone to to get help if if you don't feel well and also to speak about. Um, your your well-being with friends um with your family it is absolutely okay to not feel super great right now it is absolutely okay to to feel unwell these days and to feel um even yeah depressed um and it's it's okay and it's important to speak about these things and to seek out help if if um, one does feel um feel like that um i think that is very important and um, for those that do feel well do reach out to your friends and your family members of where you see that they might be feeling lonely or that they might be feeling isolated because it is um, it is a struggling time for a lot of a lot of people um, I think which something that that I would want to see and in the, in the future um, is obviously that 
I think all companies and, and employers do take mental health seriously because it is such a serious topic. And um, in the in the past, I would always say, I hope I would hope that health insurance is wake up and and cover the costs for online programs um, and digital solutions um, to combat um, mental health problems. Um, but here in Germany, they have now, which is which is awesome. Um, so for self therapy, obviously, I wish that um, not only the depression program is certified um, to be reimbursed by all health insurances, but also our programs for anxiety and and panic disorders and um, and burnout, which we're currently working towards. So this is some some big milestones um, that we are as a company working towards at the moment well and, and I and I believe you know everyone every individual and every company would be would be cheering for you and your team to to <laughs> thank you keep doing this right like there is no I think that's out of the question um, Nora I I really cannot thank you enough for for taking the time to you know to speak to me and and participate in this podcast and sharing your opinion of course I hope you had a good time and you know who knows yes of course Maybe the future will we'll do it again and we'll check yes. back with you. And uh, But for now, I wish you the very best of luck. I thank you again for being here. And uh, well, hopefully I'll speak to you very soon. Thank you so much for having us. I'll go off for my walk now. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> thank you. Bye. <laughs>